Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hello everyone, good afternoon, welcome back to Redmen News. This is our second news story of the day. Um, of course, at half an hour after we finished the first show, Carrius announced that he cancelled his contract with Besiktas. Uh, that's what we're here to talk about. Jack Gill joined me this afternoon. Jack, thanks very much for jumping in on this. Um, there's quite quite a few things to get through. For those who aren't up to date, it's only happened in the past 10 minutes or so. Uh, Carrius obviously watched the first news show and then decided to do this. Uh, but he put a post on his Instagram account. He says, hi, everyone. Today I terminated my contract with Besiktas. It's a shame it comes to an end like this. But you, know, uh, you should know I've tried everything to solve this situation without any problems. I was very patient for months telling people the board over and over again. Same things happened already last year. Unfortunately, they haven't tried to solve the situation, situational problem and even refused my suggestion by, to help by taking a pay cut. It's important to me. You know, I really enjoy playing for this club a lot. So Besiktas can be proud having such passionate fans behind them, always giving amazing support. You you always supported me in good and bad times, and I will always remember you in the best way. Also, I want to thank to all my teammates, coaching staff, including all the people working with the club. You'll be with me in open arms, wide open from day one. Thank you so much, Champions Besiktas. Um, I think the first thought from this, Jack, is <laughs> oh, oh Christ! But it's not really a surprise, is it? Because no. like he says in the post, it's been going on for months. I think there was, uh, he wasn't getting paid, and there was you know whether Liverpool pay the rest of his wages for him. I think they were going to try and sort that out for him. And I think he's just had enough. You know, he's been able to kind of say, "Listen, enough is enough." Um, to which case, for a man who gets a lot of stick, and we we all know why. From that perspective, I do feel sorry for him. Yeah, absolutely. As you said, we've been talking about this for a few months now and I think everyone expected it to happen at some point. Um, but, you know, I, I think everyone knows my feelings on Karius and, and everyone has similar feelings after Kiev and it's 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 obviously tough to, to believe he's back when we thought we'd got rid of him. But, you know, as you say, at the end of the day, he's not been paid and he's been not he's not been treated right uh, by Bajiktas and, and he was still technically our player. So it's it's now our job to do so and, and look after him and, and, you know, push him into the right path of wherever he decides to go next or whoever wants him now. It's going it's to be a bit weird seeing him on all the Zoom calls over the next couple of weeks, isn't it? It's, it's going to be a bit mad. Um, get all your thoughts and comments in because we're going to have a bit of a discussion between me, Jack, and yourselves who are listening or, or watching at home um, or, or read some of them out toward, towards the end. Um, the other thing, of course, Jack, is, and I know, I know you don't, you're not a fan of him. I, I'm, I'm not after, you know, as you said, you know, Kiev and whatever else happened. He's made some mistakes at Besiktas as well. I think a lot of fans are, aren't, aren't good with him there. There's the stuff of 
if he comes back, what does it mean for the fans? They might not. Uh, it's different now because there might not be fans at games. So, you know, my case was as soon as he's on that bench or he gets brought into the team, there's going to be people going, get him away from there. It affects fans mentally. It might do the same with his teammates because we've been so good. But it's all changed slightly now for two reasons. One is we don't know what's going on with the transfer window, whether that'll happen. And as is James Pierce tweet, um, which I'll read out in a second, basically said Liverpool knew this was going to happen. So they've been trying to find him at a different club. But also, can clubs go out and afford to spend at this point? You know, it might be a situation where he's stuck. And the other th- aspect is, you know, Adrian's made a few mistakes. And I'm like, I'm not, no, I'm not, not in support of this at all. But, you know, he's a contention there for, you know, Klopp's, Klopp's very, very humane, isn't he? And, you know, uh, giving people other chances and stuff like that. So, you know, it's not out the realms of possibility. And that's not me suggesting that this will happen, that, you know, something could happen given all the circumstances. Yeah, for me, I, I'm understands that everybody makes mistakes, and, and you know what happened to Karius in, in Kiev probably damaged himself mentally uh, as much as it damaged all of us. Um, but you know, I think at, at the end of the day, we've outgrown Karius just like we outgrew uh, Simon Mignolet, and, and you know, I think for him to come back now, it, it, it's not not really the the right time. And, and you know, I, I, as I say, I think we've we've outgrown the man, and we're better than him now. I know Adrian's had a few uh, of his fair share of. Of mistakes as well um, but you know I think all round he's also had better moments in his short career at Liverpool than, than Karius ever had um, and I know in, in that same season as Kiev obviously Karius had some brilliant moments he was that he had the most clean sheets in the Champions League that season he, he made some brilliant saves for us in the league as well in, in the run-up to that final but you know I, I think there's many Liverpool fans like me that just can't forgive him for, for what happened in Kiev and you know it's going to be very hard if we ever have to watch that that man play in a Liverpool shirt or, or play for play even feature on the bench again for us to you know I, I think every time he gets on the ball or every time the ball goes near him you, you just panic straight away which is absolutely opposite of, of what you get with Adrian and, and, and not Adrian sorry Alisson and and what Adrian I, I think as I say Adrian has given better moments already than, than Karius ever did so I, I think that speaks for itself really no, no, it's a very good point that you make. Uh, thank you for all your comments so far. Keep them coming in, and we're going to read some of these out now. Uh, one of these, Jack, says, Liam Lawrence says, the only good thing for him if he does play gain uh, is that no fans, when games do come back, might help him to ease with no fans, with no pressure. I suppose that's a fair point, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely, and not as much pressure, but I think it will still always be in the back of his mind. I've always said I think Karius was very much a confidence keeper. He plays well when he's feeling confident, um, and you know I don't think he'll ever be confident enough to, to pull on the shirt again. Um, I think, as I said, I think it hurt him as much that, that night as, as it did us, and, and I think it hurt Klopp and, and the rest of the team as well, and, and that's why we swiftly got rid of him, but as I say, I, I think we've outgrown him. We, we spent the money we did on Alisson because we needed a goalkeeper like Alisson, uh, and now we've got one, and as I say, Adrian came in, and straight away, he, when Alisson got injured, he, he filled the void, he then won us the Super Cup, and yes, there's been a couple of mistakes afterwards, but I think already those moments that Adrian's provided us puts him a lot higher up than, than Karius ever has been for, for us Liverpool supporters. Yeah, uh, Wayne Taylor-Vickery. Uh, hi, Wayne. Uh, he said it's been reported Wolves are interested in selling Karius uh, to sell him. Uh, I think you mentioned that just before we started recording, Jack. But again, it's interesting because we don't know what's going on with the transfer window. Wolves seems a bit strange to me because they've got Rui Patricio, who's already a very good goalkeeper. Will Karius want to be a backup in, in that sense? Or, and it's interesting, you're, you support another club and, and you're in, in, in the comments and watching the video. 
how would you feel if your club was going after carriers? Because I'm pretty sure I'd be in the same mindset as we are as Liverpool fans are going, don't fancy that. I'm sure there'd be six fans that, that didn't want him because and I, I, I feel sorry for him because, you know, he's not nice to see. But, you know, he's, he's, you said a couple of times, though, his, his career has been tarred by that, hasn't it? And I wouldn't blame other fans for going, I don't want him anywhere near our club for the same reasons. That's the thing. Bajiktas was almost the perfect place for him over in Turkey, wasn't it? Because obviously the whole world was watching that game, everyone, uh, and everyone saw what happened. And I think the man's become a bit of a laughing stock since then and, and, and a bit of a meme. Um, and, you know, I think it, for, for me, I think obviously Wolves makes a, a tiny bit of sense because obviously their backup keeper, I believe, is John Ruddy, um, who's ageing now. So maybe they're looking for, for someone new as as simply a backup um, but you know it, it would be very weird to see him at another Premier League club after what happened but uh, as I say it may be that he can turn his career around he, he is very much a confidence keeper he he can play well when he's confident but one mistake and he completely falls apart as, as we saw in Kiev so you know it, it's it, I, I doubt he'd ever play for a Premier League club but we're, I suppose we're going to have to wait and see aren't we? Yeah, um, Mike Knight says, uh, as, a, as a man, I feel bad for him, but as a fan, I cannot trust him between the posts. I think that sums it up pretty perfectly there. Uh, Tom0567 says he should go on loan to a championship club where he can be the best keeper and gain his confidence back. Maybe that's right, Jack. You know, somewhere, somewhere under the radar, whether he's happy doing that or not. But, you know, and again, it comes back to what, what money people are going to spend, how, how the coronavirus has affected clubs in lower leagues and what they can spend. Or maybe it's a loan deal. Liverpool just pays wages just to kind of get away from Liverpool or maybe there's a case chat where I think someone's commented on this oh Harry Williams says if Adrian does leave uh, Carriers would be a good backup um, and he goes on to say under Allison he could, could become great maybe you know working with someone as good as as Allison. <laughs> you don't seem soft on that idea Jack I, I just can't forgive him uh, you know it's, yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's difficult because when, when we first signed Carriers I was kind of excited, you know, this this German keeper, um, he was meant to be one of the next best things, you know, people saying that he, he was a successor for Neuer when Neuer retires in, in the German squad and, and stuff like that. And, you know, there was an element of, oh, we, we might have ourselves a, a keeper on our hands here. But, you know, after after everything that's happened, like we've seen this season, Adrian's had to play more than we wanted him to with Alisson's injuries and stuff like that. And if Karius is the man that has to step up and, and do that, I, I, I just don't trust him anymore I really don't and also to, to add to that I think with everything that's happened and, and all this Bashik testing Karras has just said himself that he tried everything for this not to happen and for him not to terminate that contract and as we say it has been going on for a, for a long period of time a matter of months rather than weeks um, and, and you know I, I wonder if actually Karras this this is the last thing Carrius wanted, and and he's he was happy to see the back of us after what happened, and and now he's had to come back. I I, I think he he wouldn't want to be at Liverpool himself after everything that's happened, and you know it'd be difficult to to be at a club knowing that you've got no support from the fans or or very little support from the fans, and that's that's what Carrius is walking back into Liverpool with with the feeling of really. Yeah, uh, just a couple more comments before we go. The Anfield Lark says guess he's competing for second choice for Adrian. Shane Downey, sell him, get a bit of money. I don't see him playing for us again. I think I, I, I agree with that if we, if we can sell him. Uh, and Aegis Dude says, well, honestly, if I would carry us, I'd even play for Watford. Uh, playing with no pay is like a slave. And I think that's, that's an important point of, you know, as much as we're not fans of him, we don't want him near our club. It's it's entirely fair for the mood that he's made to kind of go, actually, well, I've had enough now. You know, whether Liverpool cover those costs or not is a different thing and something we'll cover later on in the week if, if things develop. Um but, you know, to, to, to play for a club and not get paid for it, you know, regardless of how much you get paid to do any job, 
you know, if you're still putting in the shift and you're not getting paid, you know, there's loads of people struggling at the minute, you know, it's it's not nice, is it? No, absolutely not. And as I say, that's that's why I completely understand it and happy that Carriers is back and, and getting obviously his wage and, and that's that's good for him now. But as I say, it, it will be very difficult to see him play for Liverpool again. I don't think he will. I don't think he will ever play for us again. Um, I think, as as James Pearce sort of alluded to, I think the the we'll we'll get rid of him as quick as possible really and, and yeah. that's nothing against the man I, I just think we've we've outgrown him yeah uh, one thing you can guarantee Jack is you know I joked about at the start of the show all the Zoom calls you know it, it'd be weird seeing him on there but I can guarantee Klopp and and the boys will will welcome him with open arms won't they absolutely and that's one of the most brilliant things about the current squad we've got you know they're, they're such a tight-knit group uh, and they will be willing to to welcome him back and and you know despite everything he's done and there was probably some fallouts after Kiev um but but you know I, I don't doubt the squad will happily uh, welcome him back with open arms and and, and be there for him uh, during this this difficult time till he till he finds his new club yeah, good. Uh, thank you very much for joining us, Jack, and thank you for, for guys for watching and listening at home uh, for the second Red Bear news of today. Uh, as things develop, we know we'll, we'll report it on, on Wednesday. Uh, I think we'll be back on Wednesday, uh, unless anything else breaks. If you are free this afternoon at four o'clock, Paul and Chris are back with their Football Manager series. Uh, we had episode two on Thursday. Today's episode three. They've got Jane Sancho in the bag. Um, they spent all the money. Um, but if you want to, want to entertain yourself for two hours doing a live stream on the main Red Ben YouTube channel at four o'clock uh, to get over there, keep your comments coming in for all the carrier stuff tonight at some point. Uh, I'll reply to as many as I can and um, we'll keep the conversation going. Uh, until then, we'll see you on Wednesday. Ta-ra. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.